Welcome back to WTF, courtesy of the Stratizen. I am your host, Andrew Alimba. And uh, you're here with me, Walter O'Brien. Yes, welcome back. I hope everyone enjoyed their Valentine's break. With that special someone. Exactly. Or, uh-huh. or if you're in the men's conference. Yeah, we, Lesotho is great, you know, for <laughs> the ones that, that were present. It was a great time. Uh, moving on, on to, to breaking news of the week. Manchester City in trouble again with financial fair play. Wait, can you believe it? Again, again, <laughs> I'm not again. surprised. Manchester City and PSG are permanently under investigation because of um, the nature of their ownership, which is obviously oil money, Saudi money. Yeah, but you see the difference is PSG have never get got caught. Yeah, PSG never do, and they're always getting investigated. Though investigated, but they after get Neymar, away with it. Bappe. But they get away with it. You know that's the magic. City jokes, and they were caught. <laughs> <laughs> what was it leaked emails or something? Yeah, leaked emails from Sheikh Mansour to the CEO of Manchester City. I mean, uh, they were what? They were funneling money through Sheikh Mansour's company, right? It was Abu Dhabi Limited Group. Or United Group. Abu Dhabi United Group. Oh, Abu Dhabi United Group. So Sheikh Mansour. Uh, mostly funded the huge 67.5 million annual sponsorship to Manchester City, the Shard, the Stadium, the Academy, through the Abu Dhabi United Group. But the Etihad. But it had been put under the Etihad yeah, sponsorship. But, but right? it was put under the Etihad sponsorship. But the Etihad only sponsored Man City with 8 million. <laughs> wow, that's great. 8 million from 67.5. But the people knew that the, he was obviously trying to fund the the, the, the team. Yeah, obviously, because City don't have the biggest fan base. The exactly. fans they have now... So are they mainly, don't make too much revenue out of you know their fan base. They their can't fill their own stadium. So, obviously, the, the amount of money they make is peanuts compared to the bigger clubs. So yes. And fair play for the teams in is that you as a per- owner cannot use your personal funds. They're trying, they're trying to prevent what happens to Portsmouth in 2002, where the owner pumped money into the club, and then eventually the club couldn't... They were living beyond their means. So they couldn't sustain. They couldn't sustain it. Horrendous. Useless. So I mean, but I hope I, I hope the band stands. <laughs> and to, to hear to that hear, they could also get if, acted on by the Premier League, who will give them a points deduction. And to boot... Apparently, in some rumors, say that they will be demoted not only to Championship, not only to League One, but League Two. Pep league playing two Sunday football. League football. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday League wow. football. Wow, see Gabriel Jesus versus men that are scissor tackling everything. <laughs> versus Sunderland in the Championship playoffs, City versus... But do you really think City's players will stay if this actually happens? No, no, they'll probably lose three-quarter of their first team, but there will be some loyal players. There will be oh, man. But you see, the thing is with City, you see, when loyalty comes into play is when these players were actually fans and stuff. But most of City's players are just mercenaries. But I believe there are some players that have built the love for the club. Let's imagine someone like if Vincent Company was still in the team when this happened. Vincent Company, I believe, would have remained. 
Yeah, but I don't believe this could actually... I think it would stand even if they appeal it because you can't appeal facts. The emails were leaked. We have seen them. Like, what What else can you do? Well, in that situation, I mean, yeah. Uh, actually, apparently the journalist that leaked it is currently in protective custody yeah, because he's, he's actually in danger. Yeah, he's in danger. When he released so, much, so many documents... When you're releasing the tax returns of certain footballers who allegedly didn't pay their taxes, <laughs> yeah, you were telling me earlier that um he he has a history. It wasn't yeah, this yeah. was not one this, of his first. Scandals. This is yeah. This guy is notorious for this. He works for the magazine De Spiegel, the German the magazine. German magazine. Yeah, yeah. So every time you see the German magazine with like insider story or something like that, it this guy has been him. hacking your emails. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember the name Pinto. Man, Pinto. Oh, now moving on to Champions League. It's back, man. It is back. We have waited so long. Oh, th- since the draw in December? And we had some great games lined up, but to imagine thinking until February. But here we are. It's here, finally. Game one on the calendar. Atletico Madrid, Liverpool. What What can we say? Le- Simeone is going to set up in his normal Terminator formation. Where he just goes and like parks that four four two in front of you. Yeah, and he does have people with the legs to keep up with most teams. They have been oh. leaking gold recently. Yeah, though. because I don't think you can replace Godin. Godin isn't like a player replaceable by just because he was just, he was more than just a player to the club. He was a captain. He was a leader, like the proper leader, old school defending, putting your head where your foot's supposed to be, Phil Jones kind of stuff. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Phil Jones just contorts his face as he challenges everything. Oh, but, yeah. What do okay. you think about uh, the game? Do you I think believe, Liverpool have a chance? I believe Liverpool will win it. You think they will? Win They'll take the game. Asleti will put up a good fight, but my score prediction would be 3-1. 3-1. Oh. 3-1 to Liverpool. To Le- I think Liverpool will win, but 2-1. Two, two I one, gave the 1 because I believe Asleti will score being the home team. And um, even though they are missing goal-scoring players, you know, Morata is still out. Um, yeah, Felix, Felix is also is Ill. missing due to illness. Yeah. But, you know, th- in such games, remember Oblak two seasons ago in versus Arsenal, he just pulled off a masterclass. Oh, yeah. So you think he might have something similar? He can. The back four won't protect him, but he'll defend it with his Yeah, life. because, I don't know, this, to me, he's the best keeper in the world. This guy... I think Ter Stegen begs to differ. Okay, yeah, he's arguably one of the best keepers in the world because... This guy, he has more clean sheets than goals conceded. Does that even make sense? I did not know that. And what a fantastic stat. He has more clean sheets than goals conceded. <laughs> oh, oh, that's crazy. This guy is But amazing. he doesn't concede much. He may concede, um, like let's say this season, he has conceded regularly, but he hasn't yeah. conceded that much. Yeah, you but, know? but you Games see, are ending by one goal margin, you know, also. Yeah, but still... For you to have more clean sheets than goals considered, that's a that's, mad. That's mad. That's, that's mad. mad. I, I probably believe people like Van der Sar would never pull off such stats even. And those are yeah, yeah. Those those are the greats. Those are the greats. Yeah. Okay. Um. When we're looking at that game, though, what do you believe the the final score would be? Uh, uh Liverpool would still win, but I think two one. Two one. Two one. And you don't believe the front three can give more than two goals? No. Do you believe <laughs> there's a possibility Liverpool cannot score in that game? A nil nil. You, you see not the, a nil nil. 
but like, Liverpool failing to put the ball in the net. But you see the game. thing is, it's Simeone. Did you he, watch their most it, recent fixture this weekend? They they struggled. Yeah, yeah. But you see the thing is, it's Simeone. Simeone has that name. He has that oomph. That Tamborino in him is inner <laughs> darkness. <laughs> when, he, when he decides, we are defending for our lives here, lads. Yeah. And the guys give... That's the thing about Atletico. The players give the all for the team. So do you believe he could lock it down? There's always a chance with Simeone. Like, there's always like that inner feeling like, hmm, they might just pull it out of the bag. True, true. I mean, they, they, they are missing key players. Uh, but in my opinion, yes, they might pull the cut out of them the bag right there with someone like you know Correa scoring a late winner oh and Carrasco Carrasco is back and he's looking kind of decent he's, he's lost maybe a step or two but I think that's easily regainable form yeah it, it is continuous it play yeah, as long as he didn't come back with Corona <laughs> yeah the Corona <laughs> but you see the thing is that let's go they did something which United didn't they just put him back straight to the team yeah Gal was out, was put aside from the United. He trained separately for two yeah, weeks, but apparently he will be present for the Chelsea game. Yeah, but still, you see, when you're in dire you need, separately, though, you know, you miss out on team yeah, tactics and, the and like. stuff like so that. So he becomes a player that can maybe be sent into the game in the final 20 minutes. Yeah, he can't start because he hasn't been there for the training of the game. Yeah, so you see, that's kind of different, but I think Liverpool are going to still win it, but. Atletico always have a chance, Atletico especially at home. They always have a chance. Okay, and um, my take of the game of the week in relation to that Champions League, Dortmund versus PSG. My prediction is that game, aggregate's got to be 9-9. 9-9 nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine over two legs, are you crazy? 9-9 nine, nine over 5-4, five, 5-4, four, 5-4, five, 5-4. Four. Five, four, five, four. That is madness. That is madness. You remember the time City played with Monaco, 6-6? Six, six. Oh yeah, I remember that. The, the, the big comeback by Monaco even. The same madness. I, I'm predicting the same kind of madness. Oh no! Oh no! No! no. But the, the the defenses are leaky. They are very leaky. Both of them. They they concede regularly. PSG are just back off a, a four four draw. Yeah, four four draw. And at some point they were three 0 down. But obviously with the goal scorers that they have, it's very easy to gain. A Especially game since Tuchel started playing that four two 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 formation, with uh, with Neymar, Mbappe as the wingers, and then Cavani and Icardi just. Running, running right. right in the middle, but speaking of Tuchel, it's could it be a triumphant return, or does he go and lose at his former home ground? You see, the thing is with Dortmund is these guys can't. They, since they switched to the back three, they just decided we're just going to outscore you. If you have a chance over the weekend to watch any game, you should watch Dortmund. All the games, four three three Bombing two. Forward. Scoring, like this but guy always regularly conceding. Yeah, yeah. That's that's as a Dortmund fan. It's painful to watch. It is painful to watch them. You know, consistently have to either fight their way back into a game or be leading a game and keep dropping the lead. But do you think that's the uh, fault of the manager or just the basic, basic? The team is. It comes good down to basic defensive ability because. Um, Looking back at the, it, I believe it was the Leverkusen game yeah. that ended, was it 4-3? Four, 4-3 four, three. Four, three to Leverkusen, lost. yeah. And we were in the lead about three times in that game. Yeah. And consistently kept conceding and then threw the game away towards the end. I mean, and we were scoring quality goals, class goals. You know? Oh, Chan was a banger. Chan was an absolute banger. Yeah, it, 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 it's painful to, to see that um the team is able to make, to split defences open up the chances, score the goals. But on the other end, they just can't be, they can't be consistent. They can't hold the game. 
then that could be very key, especially in something like Champions League, where conceding away goals is such a big deal. It could be problematic for them. But you see, the thing is, if you have, I think Tuchel is doing what Favre has done with the Dutchman. If you have the best front three or front four in the in the world, just throw them in. Go at it. <laughs> just go at it because at nine out of ten times yeah. you'll outscore the you opponent. You might not be able to improve your defense, but you can just keep going at it, attacking ones. Like the Liverpool team, like from two years ago, before they got Allison and. Uh, and Van Dijk. They needed to just outscore you. They were just outscoring you. They are just going hell for leather. Just yeah, yeah. batter you, when batter they, you. When they had to put their faith in Lovren. Yeah, when Lovren. The game against Norwich, the 5-4. <laughs> you have madness like that. That's And it, it's better for a fan, I think. It's better to watch a thriller yeah, than yeah, a 1-0. Yeah, way more entertaining. It's way more entertaining. So if you have a chance, just watch the Dortmund game. Any Dortmund game because they can't defend. And, and they have a Kimi. Oh, the kid is class. True, true, amazing. But uh, I wouldn't just say um the 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 multiple goal thrillers are the best games because um I I look back to uh, the Champions League group stage I believe from two years ago, um PSG Liverpool. It the game itself ended, if I was not wrong, two, was it two, one nil or two nil? Two because I remember. They scored twice. Yeah, Wait, two one. Someone no 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 nil. Yeah, Liverpool didn't PSG score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, it yeah. was a tactical masterclass by Thiago Silva, and I believe it was Marquinhos. Marquinhos um, playing centre back yeah, 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 yeah. for that game. And Liverpool were still playing the amazing attacking football that they do today, but defensively, Marquinhos and Thiago Silva were so solid. They frustrated that front three and but, they could not do anything but, against them. But now Marquinhos and uh, Thiago Silva are two years older. True. At that point, Thiago Silva was maybe one I of mean, the best. I mean, just in relation, I, I was saying that in relation to like being able to watch a game that did, was not full of goals, yeah. but to admire the game itself. But, to admire but that game had so many ability. close chances. Remember when uh, mm, Neymar was doing rainbow flicks at the corner flag? Uh-huh. <laughs> you see, when, when you have... when you, Every time you watch a PSG game and you see them just launching the ball towards Mbappe and you just see the defender just trying to catch up and running. like No, but he's superiorly quick. I remember watching the United game and when um, Di Maria was on the wing, constantly checking, waiting for Mbappe. And Mbappe like got the signal and just started bolting through. And he ran through three players that are already at full pace running back to goal. And he came from behind all of them to run and reach the ball first to score the tapping. You see, that's that's a class of PSG, but because you know PSG can hurt you in, in different so many ways. different ways. Yeah. They can either decide let's launch it to Cavani. Yeah, he can it could it even up. be a set piece because yeah. Neymar has been yeah. quite good in form and he is putting them in the back of the net. Or if and if especially if Dortmund hold a high line. It's dangerous against a guy like Mbappe because you yeah. you think he's off. I when they saw the show the instant replay, you it see does. one defender yeah. just moved back. Kidogo to Kidogo to. Yeah. Just moved back. Kidogo to. <laughs> a shoulder kept yeah, him on. Just, just a shoulder, and from that point you're done. This guy and his his finishing is decent. It's so it horrible. It it's not amazing, but he gets the job done. Yeah, as long as it ends up in the back of the yeah. net, right? So and he really knows how to do that, even inclusive of this season. So yeah, it will be an amazing game to see. But um, let's speak more about you know the the other opposing front three, which is in Haaland, Royce, and Sancho. 
Sancho having amazing stats for the season so far. 20 appearances. Haaland ended his 12 minute goal drought when he scored. I mean, wow. So long without a goal. 12 ah, minutes. The Dortmund fans were worried. Haaland. I mean, that, that's, who that's would have thought? That's who ages. But the big ups to him for winning the Rookie of the Month and Player of the Month. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a, what a, what a start to a team. Man. That bio's close. Very soon he's going to get paid. Easily. 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 Very easily. I mean, you, you wouldn't feel bad spending such money on a player like him. I believe right now he's raised, within this month in itself, he's already raised his market value. Obviously, because, man, the man's class. Yeah. He's showing he can do it in different environments. Yeah. You know, Especially if he does it against PSG. But wait, you know PSG, if... But if you're, on the Champions League stage, he has shown yeah, he can score those crucial goals. But now it's more of a case of will he like, do it in like, yeah, the games that matter. The big, the biggest yeah, of biggest you know, games. Group stage is one thing, yeah. you know, but it's it's a whole other ball game when it comes to this. And going back to PSG, if PSG lose this game, do you think Tuchel should be sacked? Because personally, I think PSG, you know, they're going to walk over that Farmers League they play in, and then. <laughs> For me, <laughs> if you're a PSG manager, you're judged on the Champions League. If you don't win it, because PSG have never been past the quarterfinals since this oil money has been pumped into them, never past the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, they came very close until they they threw the whole thing away against um, Barcelona. Barcelona against United, they have a habit of of bottling it. Yes, per they se. Do actually, because the against Barcelona that shouldn't be allowed to happen. How how is a team that good with the stars they have in the team being able to lose consistently in such big games? They don't perform. Do you, for me, if they don't win, they don't reach the quarterfinals, not even quarterfinals, semifinals this year, the manager should be sacked. Because, Twitter, because yes, the goal of the club is not even league football anymore. It is the Champions League. You know, they won't play around with the big dogs and no one will ever really respect them until you win. Until they make a proper bid for the Champions League, which I believe is getting to the final. Yeah. Or winning it. Winning it. Because every year, when you ask someone at the beginning of the season, who do you think can win the Champions League? Because you're always in the equation. Because oh, everyone PSG, always... Oh, everyone. Mbappe, but do they actually do it? No. They fall out very early, yeah. actually. And I think... My Neymar... At least this time Neymar is playing his sister's birthday party. I think he's being postponed <laughs> or something. Yeah, so that he can at least be yeah, fit for the game. He can be fit for the game. Because can't have him injuring himself we, again. He can't have him injured. I mean, he's done it consistently. What is it? It's been like the past two seasons? No, even in Barcelona. Immediately after even, even his birthday Bar- or his sister's birthday, he is yeah. unavailable. Yeah. Be- no, Either before. Just injury. Be- yeah, just before or just, and then just after. And then he's back one game after. I'm like, huh. He had a hamstring injury. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You know, okay. Those, those heal in a week. Those heal in a week. I mean, torn ACL. Cool. Yeah. Great. I mean, that's... Oh, another notable fact is um, captain of Juventus. Finally back in for the team after having torn his ACL. Oh, Jojo. Yeah. Six months gone. But that's fast for it is, ACL. It is. That's it fast. It could be way longer. Yeah, it should be yeah. way longer. Zlatan was Probably out for being bit. fed hot placenta every day. He <laughs> 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 well. really quick. And I mean, like, that's, 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 you know, big ups to that modern medicine and everything. Uh, but back to the, the point at hand. So we're having a, a battle between, you know, Holland. Versus Cavani and Cardi, we have you know Royce versus Neymar, Sancho versus Mbappe. Who, 
who is going to be the standard player of that game of all of them? Well, I think well, Sa- Sancho's a star one. The kid is the kid is amazing. Sa- Sancho against. Do you remember when they played Barcelona? He was brought on in the second half. He ran the show. He did. I mean, he because the show. from his dribbling to his pace and he has to his in-game intelligence. Yeah, in itself. and he also has a finishing in. Yeah. And he has a vision to assist and everything. And I now, mean, I feel like um, they don't feel bad about having lost Dembele ever since they've seen Sancho on the pitch. Especially because Dembele has been injured. Like, he's he's become really... Like, Usman is out again for Barcelona. Yeah. For another, is it? I he's, heard, is it six, six months? months? Yeah, six months. He's, he's missed yeah. more games than he's played for Barcelona. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's, Those are Gareth I mean, Bale stats. <laughs> yeah, but I feel Bale is 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 forgivable because when he is present, he, makes, he has been able to do yeah. big things for the team, especially in I the mean, Champions League. Dembele has consistently struggled to settle, and on the few times that he's had a good performance, you think, okay, now he's finally found his pace. Scores two games in a row, and you're thinking, okay, he's you know he's finding his way into the team, and all of a sudden, once again. Some uh, small injury, he's yeah. out for a week or two, and then he comes it's back, like, and it's like the reset button has been hit. You uh, know, he needs to find his feet again. There was a time he was... And you know, he, he'd never gotten injured before he joined Barcelona. That was, he got his first injury when he joined Barcelona. And he had played continuously from his time in France, Dortmund, first injury. Yet. And from then, it's just been a downfall. I mean, but he he, he probably will get back into it. So for you, standout player, you said Sancho. Yeah, who do you think? Who you have your money on? I have a big love for Marco Reus, and I uh, believe that. But you need to you need to watch him on the pitch. He might not be the one who scores the goal. He might not be the one yeah, who yeah, yeah. assists the goal. But his overall intelligence in the game is great. But as much as I do love him, it's his opposing number. Neymar will will be involved in that game and must. Bust. something in that game he will either assist or score but my big ups is on he will score but you see the thing is both teams will be concentrating down their left sides right because yeah. Sancho and Neymar on the on left both the teams left so who's on who's Dortmund's right back Hakimi do you think Hakimi can uh, contr- put like pocket Neymar I think with the pace he has he can keep up. He might not be able to beat him stride for stride or um, when it comes to the skill aspect, but um, he will keep up. Like, there are defenders like uh, I'd look at um, in the Liverpool team. Gomez is not the best man standing face-to-face with a striker. But, but if you make it beyond him, he has the, the athleticism to, yeah. to make it back and maybe make that last challenge or, you know, just give you a hell of yeah. the time before you reach the post. And I believe that's what Hakimi will have to do. But Only issue is... Chasing someone like Neymar from behind them is always risking giving a penalty. But you He's see, very the, soft to but, go to But the, the, the thing is with Dortmund, they change the formation. They play with a back three. Yeah. So if Hakimi is playing as the wing back and the, the guy who's playing on the right, Akanji, also let's say they double up on Neymar. So because there's simply two centre backs. Skillful player although. Yeah. You know, two players doesn't mean that you can't get in between that. I think this weekend we also yeah. saw Saka um, beat two, <laughs> Liverpool, I mean, two Newcastle defenders. To give an assist. Yeah, yeah, but you see the thing is with that uh, the guy who's who's marking him. It was uh, if you have for me, what I'm trying to say is Akanji and uh, and Akimi can like if they they play a cards if right. Well, if they coordinate they well, they can keep him. They can game. they can pocket him. True, and, and but, try um, and keep him but quiet now because once you have to pull two players out of the game like that, 
you forget there's Cavani coming in from the middle. Yeah, yeah. Cardi coming but, in from the middle. But if you and on the opposite side, you have Mbappe running in. Yeah, yeah. But if the play Schultz, Schultz is electric. Yeah, true. So if, for example, because you see the thing is Mbappe's main strength, I think it's the pacing behind. It is his, yeah. It is his best. His best traits. Yeah. It is so his pace. Yeah. If he runs like a sprinter, like yeah, an yeah. Olympic sprinter. So if you have uh, Schultz and you. Okay, I think Favre would have an, a plan for this. There obviously has to be, but um, having a plan and you know implementing it in game, very different thing. Exactly, but like but, let's say um, a player that or like, more of a manager that I respect so much for being able to modify his gameplay and his game plan. Um, at least out of what I've seen so far, is actually Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta's teams at halftime and in the second half can be very different teams on a regular basis. I, I but, believe he's very good at making changes in order to get a different output going forward. But I, do you think, because, for example, the game over the weekend uh, against Newcastle, do you think it was really like he changed the game? or just Because I think the players weren't performing to their best. I just mm-hmm. think he went in there and just gave them a bollocking. I mean, it could be, or it could be the situation of, you know, there are tiny tweaks that you can also make to the team. You could tell a player, you know, stop making a run wide and start running towards, you know, straight at your defender or cut it inside. And it could be that small difference in the gameplay that makes the first and second opportunity for a goal. And going forward, confidence boost for everyone, and the team just sticks into the plan now. For sure. So these small tweaks, I mean, matter. And I believe, you see... Having, I think Arteta gained it from Guardiola. Um, I watched the the Amazon Prime special. Oh, the of Manchester, Manchester City. City, and his halftime talks. Yes, sometimes was you know he was giving them the blow dry, but at the same time, um, he would also give small changes. It was never anything too drastic, but small tweaks to the game. You know, tell one player, you know, stick further wide, hold the line. Because I'm seeing there's space opening up there, here and there. And that's where, you know, the whole difference comes. So you could see by halftime, game nil-nil. Full-time, game is three. But So you're saying, do you think uh, Tuchel has that kind of traits in him? He can easily change a game on, on its head. No, I think he's very standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The very straightforward style of play. Yeah. Like um, the back line, the way he holds it high. We have conceded very many goals through, you know, a through ball to the back. But that is not changing. You see, he's he's not modifying according to whatever forward he might be playing. Yeah. So, hopefully, there might be a special game plan for the pace of Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah. But in case he holds yeah, yeah, the yeah. same system, then Dortmund and PSG will just be a goal. It'll be a goal fest. I think that's the standard game. But you know, the problem is uh, with the super sport and stuff like that, they usually show the Premier League teams. So, they'll be like, they'll show that Atletico game and ignore the... the the Dortmund game, but to me, everyone should be watching the Dortmund game. I believe everyone should. You know, Signal Donna Park will be jumping. The yellow wall. The yellow wall will be Haaland at, at his best. Yeah. Um. So those happen to be the Tuesday fixtures. Looking at Wednesday, you know, um, we have another good big game on Wednesday: Tottenham versus RB Leipzig. Second of the table. Second in the table in the Bundesliga. And not looking like they're willing to relinquish that position. You know, you have Tottenham who are also on the rise, having won this past weekend. I mean, they were gifted <laughs> well, the, the game. That game was <laughs> mad. Like, the, honestly... Alderweireld scores an own goal, goes on to score the equaliser. The same happened with... with um, uh, Bjorn. 
Bjorn also uh, yeah, Bjorn gives out angles. the penalty. Yeah, he gives a penalty. Uh, at halftime to give Spurs the, the lead. lead. Scores the equalizer. Scores early into the second half to equalize for the team and again. bottles it in the 90 plus 3 minutes. 90 plus 3 lets the ball slide under his boot and gives Son a one-on-one. But wow. But you see, the thing is with Spurs, I think they still... Son, as Mourinho calls him, Sonaldo, has that in him. Like, he has the moment of magic. Yeah, was, I remember the there was the crazy run this season. Oh, against Burnley yeah. from his half. The full from, pitch. Yeah, he the ran the pitch. full pitch to score. He has that magic in him. So I think with Spurs, every chance they get to... Because I think with Mourinho, you know, he rises up to big games. He, he, he likes the big games. He likes the big occasion. It's in him. And you know yeah, now he yeah. has he is in his Super Saiyan form. Yeah. The bald Mourinho. Yeah. The he, bald Mourinho. Yeah. When he's, he, he looks, he, he's transformed. New he's man. transformed. <laughs> Solidarity with Mourinho. Yeah, I'm saying, but, okay. Um, My guess, actually, for this game, Um, although Leipzig looking like the stronger side, Tottenham will steal it 2-1 just because of home advantage. But see, the thing is, I think Warner, who's Timo Werner, who's one of the best, currently, on current form, is one of the best strikers in Europe. Quick also. Yeah, he's know. electric. And just think about it. And it's just hell for defenders. Yeah. Especially, you know, looking like um, looking at the men that are looking a bit tired on their feet these days. The actually the Alder Vertongen. He will run rings around. And people. then you have a madman like Oria to right back. This guy is a red card and a penalty waiting to happen in every single game. <laughs> this guy <laughs> And wouldn't he be up against um who Forsberg? Um, Forsberg also, but um, Forsberg the, and, the, the uh, boy Sabita. that they, they stole from, from PSG, is it Nkunku? Nkunku, Nkunku. Nkunku has been having an amazing yeah. season himself. And I believe he will also bring problems to that Tottenham back four. And, but you see, the thing is with Tottenham, and Loris isn't the same old keeper we knew, we knew from like yes, two or three years ago. He spills it here Yeah, he spills there, it here know, and he, there. He's, he's not as, you know, solid as he used to be. He's, he's uh, considered the m- most goals due to his own personal errors since 2016. Fun oh, facts. Wow. Compared to any other keeper? Yeah, compared to any other keeper in the Premier League. He's yeah, made no. the most mistakes leading to a goal. <laughs> oh, I mean, he he has been a bit reckless on the on most cases. Like, the he's he's one of the keepers that is, seemed to run out the box when it was not necessary. Time, How many times have we seen Lloris run halfway out the box and, and then the turn is, around yeah. because he realizes he made the wrong decision? The time he tried a Croyfton and Ings scored is when I knew this man is done. <laughs> I knew he's done then. It then. was the end of him. I was like, no, no, Apana, you've done it too many times. I'm like, they should just replace him at this point. But you see, the thing is, he's captain. Yes, yes. But um, looking at them defensively, you know, we should also try and look at um, Leipzig defensively. You know, they are missing their three best defenders yeah. for that game. You know, Oban is out with an ACL. You know, Konata will be missing for that. Upamecano missing because of the red card in group uh, stage. Yeah, but they tried it. They, I think, uh, the manager, the thirty-two-year-old Julian Nagelsmann, uh-huh. he planned for this. He he saw it coming. So over the weekend, if you got a chance to catch the Leipzig game, they played the he right played back, the right back at center, at center back. Just <laughs> in preparation. I mean, that is it. that that was clearly the case. He was preparing for the situation of not having Upamecano. Yeah, you know, and he even benched him for that. Yeah, he benched he him. He, did, right? he didn't yeah. play. He benched him for that game so that he could maybe let the team get a feel of what the game will be minus one of their star center backs. Yeah, but if you ever watch a Leipzig game and you don't know who Upamecano is, 
and who Konate's and you are told one of these two players is the is, wonder boy that everyone speaks is the wonder boy linked with 60 million pound moves to big clubs in Europe you think Konate is you see Konate and believe he's Upamecano yeah in your opinion he's the better player of the two in the yeah if you role. if you watch any Leipzig game he stands out like he's he's like the best player he's like a big fish in a small pond he's like that good even with Leipzig and the rest doing the amazing the amazing run, Nagelsmann is a genius, but still, Konate stands out. Okay, I mean, ah, I'm seeing it. It'll be an interesting game, and it will be a tight game in my take. Yeah, but, very very um, tight. My prediction for that game: two-one win, Tottenham. Uh, let's let me go the opposite. I think it's gonna be two-one, but to Leipzig because two-one Leipzig because away. that back line is always in for a mistake there's always a mistake in them because yeah i mean which is why i have allowed the one goal to be conceded I yeah mean. but but you see the thing is leipzig isn't uh aston villa they have more class in it <laughs> so they'll they'll, oh. they'll make the one mistake and then there'll be the moment of brilliance okay uh yeah it will be a tight affair and um but my my reserves stay with Tottenham. I believe they'll they'll have it. You know, Mourinho will come up with something because tactically, I believe he's quite talented, and he'll come up with something to handle that that team. And Tottenham will get the result. I mean, he has his own class in the squad. He yeah, might yeah. be missing some key players also, but he also has class. Yeah, because Los Celso is is, tar- is looking like a gem for fifty for wait twenty five million. Did you know that was the 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 price they got him for twenty five? That's a bargain. That, a that, huge one. You see, Lee, his stats. So yeah, for his stats, for his stats, he's amazing. Levy is the best negotiator in football. Daniel Levy, the the Spurs CEO man, the guy. You see the thing? He got a hundred million for Gareth Bale, and he's manages to pull off deals like this. This man is a genius. Yeah, and he must really be. And in the the final game of the the Champions League this week, Atalanta v Valencia. Atalanta, the first team to lose the first three games in the group stage and still, and call, still go through. And still go through. Does it look like the fairy tale is continuing? Against Valencia, I believe it will continue. It will. Especially they will go through over the two legs. They'll go through, especially at home. At- Atalanta are that team that when they find you just sleeping a bit, they will slap you. I don't joke around. They, every time you see a team has lost like a big like scoreline in Syria, it's always Atalanta. The time Roma were bad, they gave them 5-0. They gave a team the season 7-0. Torino, they beat Torino 7-0. They beat Napoli a couple of seasons back 5-0. Like, they have this habit of, if you just give them, show them any signs of weakness. They, they don't even, will punish. They you. punish. They don't even joke around with you. Okay, um, but do you believe Valencia are going to give them that opportunity? Are Valencia in bad form in your opinion? I don't think so. They're, they're decent. I think the, when they lost their manager... They they did a mistake. He was he was actually the, I think he was, he was good for them. I think he was one of the best managers in La Liga. Not even the best. I think he was the third best. I, think I mean, he, he gave them some very great Europe um Europa League. They won runs. against yeah. Barcelona in the final in the Copa del Rey. True. He and the, I don't know why they sacked him, but he to me he should have given gotten the Arsenal job. Maybe they wanted more. There was no more they're getting. They're they they're, they're currently doing worse than they were doing last season. The season is yet to be completed. I mean, <laughs> they, they signed Maxi. Currently. They signed Maxi goals, and he's not even doing it as consistently as he should do. But I mean, even this weekend, he 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 had an input in the game. I believe it was yeah. his goal. 
that. Yeah, Kundogbi and his goal, but still, 2-2 against an Atletico team that has been shipping in goals. I don't think... You see, the thing is, Getafe is ahead of Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Getafe. So you believe Valencia should be doing the same? They should be on the same page. They, they should be on the same page. Atletico Madrid, like, people are talking about Getafe. Yes, when people the, fall out... You know, yeah. other people must take their place yeah, yeah. and you don't believe Valencia are doing enough to do that. Yeah, they, they're always that nearly nearly men. Because they reached the champion, the Europa League quarterfinals quarter, yeah, quarter and lost to Arsenal. Uh-huh. They they won the Copa del Rey, sure. But you need to do this. For me, like in a season where last season when Real weren't doing as great, they should have beat them to the... got a better position. They should have finished third or something. Because if you lose to Barcelona... Under the season they were having last season, it's fine. Yeah. But you should like really push, like be ahead of Madrid when they're doing bad. Be ahead of Atletico. That's what Leicester does when yeah, they. Fa- I believe honestly um, that Valencia should be always permanently in the top four of La Liga. Exactly. Yeah. I believe they sh- they are in my take the fourth best team in yeah. La Liga. You know, you'll have the the competition between the Madrid and Barcelona. Then you'll have Atletico Madrid coming in. And I believe the next team should be regularly. Yeah, Valencia. Should be Valencia. Yeah. You know, the others do shuffle here and there, but Valencia have tried to maintain an essence of consistency throughout the seasons. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It will be it'll be a hot week, I believe. But, uh, yeah, um, in that game, you say Atalanta will go through, but um, I believe they'll still be feeling out how the, the knockout stages will be, and it'll end a 1-1 draw. We don't dream... You see, the thing is, the fairy tale will continue. The, this is Leicester again. You remember, when Leicester, you remember when Leicester almost beat Atletico? So you believe that that's uh, the same thing going to happen Yeah, th- these guys are better than but Leicester. But you just said the word almost. Almost, yeah. So don't you believe Atlanta might almost? Yeah, there's no almost this time because this team is better than Leicester. Illich is amazing. Illich, oh man, the guys. And they have this small number 10 called Gomez. The man is a star. He's oh, yeah. a, he's he's agi- with the, with the, with the, I'm I'm sure this this thing of bleaching hair yeah. makes a difference. <laughs> Messi bleached his hair, yeah. had an amazing season. But, but you see the thing is, this guy is Argentine. He's 31 or 32 yeah, years he's old. He's an aging player, and he's never been capped for his country. He? He's never played. Okay, it makes sense, but still, I think they should give him just that one. For, let just let him have that moment because the last three be seasons, on the pitch and wear the national yeah, team colors. for the last three seasons he's been like amazing. He's but been outstanding. But there are players that do not get um, recognition by their national coaches. Um, another player that I can throw into that mix, Imeric Laporte. Oh yeah, that that's never madness. Been called up for France, never. They they did they did call him up once, but he didn't play, so that he can't play for Spain. That's 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 unreal. But you see who who they have at centre back. They have uh, Varane and have uh, who played in the World Cup. Varane and who played against them next week? I can't remember. Who played next to Varane in the World Cup? Uh, Umtiti was not. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Umtiti. Yeah, it was Umtiti. So do you think he's better than any of those two? Yeah. Uh, not not I not, not now is then. Prone to mistake. But then was Umtiti was one of the best then during the World Cup at that time. Yes. But so, I mean, now, don't you believe he should receive a call-up? I mean, especially after the season he had with Manchester City, he should be in the Euro team. He will. He, sh- he will, for sure. No, oh. when I say should be in the team, I believe he should start. He could start alongside Baran. And, uh, but you see, the thing is, the Upamecano hype is real in France. It is. It is. They, they believe that this kid is the second coming of Jesus or something. <laughs> the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, the saviour has returned. The saviour. I mean, it, it, it it talk- w- it'll be interesting because um, France do have quite a bit of talent 
in all sectors of the pitch. But I believe Laporte deserves to be a player on the team because we have seen enough to know that he is a talented man. But with Atalanta, man, I think the they they always for me they always have a boxer's chance in any game they play. Random one random hit, knockout punch. Yeah, yeah. And they take it. They always have that chance. So my 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 prediction for the game is uh that Atalanta will win 3-0. 3-0. nil. Yeah. Not a single goal. Yeah, three nil. Okay. That's that's that that's that's okay. I believe those should be our topics for the day. And uh in our last segment we're gonna do a a little random thing for you here. Um we've decided to do a, a would you rather. So it would be football based scenarios. So and what's this football based? This guy's kept me in the dark, so I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. He's right now he's just staring at a bunch of papers in front of him actually. They're just seated right there. Um so basically each paper has a number and uh the number will be uh, a question, a would you rather question. Um we'll both be going through it randomly. The the game was prepared by another individual. So the questions will be new to either of us. Uh I don't know whether I should go first or you should go first. I suppose you should go first. Uh okay, let's see. Uh number so I've just picked out number one. Wow. Oh, randomly. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh so number one. This isn't scripted. Be... I'm not even joking. <laughs> would you rather sign for Barcelona and never play in the first team or spend your entire career in the championship but be a star? Man, uh, I think I'd rather be a star. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Glory Hunter. Oh, me, I'm not even joking. <laughs> me, I'd rather some kid 20 years from now was a Norwich fan or whatever team just saying mm-hmm. you remember those five years ago when we had this yeah, amazing story Nottingham Forest I want to be a cult hero <laughs> <laughs> cult heroes oh, man fantastic I mean uh, I, I don't know uh, but being in Barcelona is status in itself but you see the thing is imagine I, having <laughs> being able to say I, I shared a pitch with Messi once but, I never played in the first team but in training you know we shared a pitch together that, that, played the I really, reserve game I really don't care about that for me it's if i play if i play and I, even if i never leave norwich or nottingham forest or blackburn and i'm a cult hero that's enough for me oh, wow fine fair enough man um i will now have my pick uh, number 5 so the question is would you rather stand in a wall for a collar or free kick or going for a 50-50 with Joey Barton. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. Joey Barton or stand in front of... You know, Kolarov actually has a, a standing record. He's broken multiple keeper fingers through penalties and set pieces and once knocked out a player while playing in, I believe, was the Russian league. <laughs> with a shot? Yeah. This is madness. His foot is a hammer. But when you're looking at the other side... Joey Barton this is ma- the this- definition of a Sunday league player. He's mad. He will he, break your leg yeah, if you he, go in. He will scissor your leg. It's it's not even it's not a 50-50. It's not like, it, it looks like a 50-50, but this guy is going to go two-footed, stud showing. Oh my. And he's not even um, aiming for your leg at that point when <laughs> he sees you coming in for it. I think I think I'll take the the color of free kick because there'll be like three other guys with <laughs> me, so there's the potential that whoever's finger is broken or whoever is knocked out is not me. But a fifty-fifty means I must be the man to you go to into be. that. Uh, I wouldn't risk it. I I take the color of free kick. I take my chances with color. 
Okay, let me now my turn again. Uh, uh, number eight. What's number, number eight? eight? Oh, oh, this is a nice one. Would you rather have a night out with Neymar or dinner with Ferguson? Oh, this is actually pretty hard. If you think about it, like An entire night, Neymar you know, with. Wait, is it a party at Carnival yeah, with Neymar? Yeah, party boy. With a, you know at, Neymar, at Carnival, at Carnival, at Carnival. I mean, maybe we can't specify the event, but a night out with Neymar, you know, with all the flashiness, you know, all the spending that they do. Oh, and, and you know, I, imagine a night out with Neymar. Paying. I mean, you know, he brings the boys, so you hey, might bring, be chilling with Danny Alves. Oh, man, that could know, be crazy. You might find Felipe Luis there. Oh. You know, Jesus might make a guest appearance. I mean, so you never know. Or you just have a nice one-on-one intimate dinner. Ferguson. Sir Alex. When Sir is man, there's a reason they call him Sir. And I'm a United fan. Oh, this is pretty hard. So should I go for the the greatest night of my life with Neymar, or which will still be the greatest night of your life? You know, the, the, yeah, but that would be more inspirational. Like yeah. it would be more of a intelligent conversation. It will. And, oh, but oh, but with Ferguson, you can hear all the stories. Yeah, like he can give you like the uh, back room. Yeah, talk. yeah, yeah. With, he can think, tell you exactly what happened with Beckham. Yeah, when he kicked the boots, Eric Cantona, when he seen it all. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, I think I'll go with Ferguson. He might give you personal opinion yeah, on yeah. certain players that even did blow up or didn't. I think I'll go with Ferguson. you go with Ferguson? Yeah. Okay. okay. Is it your last, this the last one for you? Uh, yeah, this shall be my last. And it is number nine. Number nine. So, would you rather be a starter in the Brazil 7-1 defeat or be Jared when he slept to lose to Liverpool in the title race? Which could be overturned if City get banned, he might actually get a Premier League winner's medal. Oh, wow. Um, that is insane. Uh, so, would you be David Luiz, who's never played again for Brazil, or Marcelo, any of that lot, or Fred, the striker we've never heard of again? <laughs> And lose seven one in your home country with your family in while, the stands. Oh my days! While hosting it. While hosting it. In the World Cup. You know, apparently the players needed um counselling as a team after the game. Or would you be that guy? Or would you want to be the single individual that slipped to lose the title? And be the, the walking w- and and be a meme for the rest of your life. I'd be Gerard. Because how many Liverpool fans can tell you today that they hate Gerard for that? One of the best. You know, because yep. they, 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 they love, love him, him for everything else that they've done. Yeah. But <laughs> you tell me if a fan <laughs> meets Fred on that Brazil field, <laughs> whether what? he'll be like, I love you so much. Uh, I nah, doubt nah. That. <laughs> The hate is real now. <laughs> I would rather be Gerard. At I mean, whom? Uh, so I remain a legend. You, you remain, know, yeah. I made a mistake, but I remain a legend in the eyes of many. And I think that's fine enough. Yeah, and yeah. you never know. Five years later, you get a Premier League winner's medal. Yeah. But I'm sure, man, like, set. Gerard's demons must haunt him for this, for this yeah. one night. Because, like, you see, unlike the the seven one, which could be like a communal affair, this like, is your this fault. Is all down to him. You slipped. That slip was all him. Uh, you know, the title race was thrown out the door strictly because you fell in that situation. Okay, it wasn't just that. They also fluffed it against Crystal Palace, that 3-3 game, but still. True, but they yeah. were in a very strong yeah, position. Yeah, they were in a strong position at that point when yeah, they lost. It, it yeah. could have been, it, it must bother him to date. But like, I, he must downplay it. For sure. Anyway, you can, let's let's have you pick up your last one and we can wrap this up. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, One last one. We can go for number four. Number four. Oh, uh, this is a nice one. 
would you rather lose the league and your rivals lose the Champions League or win the league but your rivals win the Champions League? As previously noted from the first question, I'm a glory hunter. <laughs> I'd rather win it all. <laughs> you can't win it all. You know, I win one and my rivals win one, right? Yes. So I'll win. I'll win. The more prestigious cup is won by your rival, bro. I, I don't care. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't care. They're a horrible individual, man. No, no, no. Oh I think is I still won. Just think about it like this: you're telling your kids I lost. Do you think Balak tells his kids the time they lost the Champions League final, they lost the league, and they lost the 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 cup in Germany? But this isn't just from you know a player standpoint. This is also a fan standpoint. As a fan, would you be comfortable seeing? Manchester United, yeah, we won the league, but seeing Manchester City lift the Champions but that's, League in that same But season. that's different. If if it's Liverpool, I really don't care. But if it's City, yeah, I, it, it, I don't want City to be as... I don't want them to have European success at all. And now imagine for you to say yes to winning the league here, it means you do agree to them winning the Champions League. Are you okay? But I don't consider City United's rivals. <laughs> Ferguson once called them the noisy neighbors. Till this date, I still consider them noisy neighbors. The rivals are Liverpool and Arsenal and Chelsea. Those lot. Oh wow. Okay. Fair enough. So you you're okay with Arsenal winning the league then? Also, them I'm not okay with them winning the Champions League. Liverpool are fine. Chelsea fine. Arsenal and City really no. I'd rather stay trophyless. What st- aren't those the rivals you just mentioned? A team like Arsenal. So would you be comfortable with Arsenal taking the Champions League if you took the league? Just imagine Arsenal fan TV. No. Never, I never. Will never forget. Those guys will never forget. Yeah, they'll never let us forget it. <laughs> All right. Um. So your final answer. Uh, I'll still win the league. It, okay. No, I won't win it. Okay. Yeah, I won't win, win it. I'd rather just stay trophyless. If everyone stays trophyless. If everyone stays trophyless, and I'm still a cult hero. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, cult hero. Just had to throw that part in. Yeah. Anyway, this has brought us back to the end of the episode. We would like to thank you for your time. I have been your host, Andrew Limba. And Walter O'Brien. Yeah, this has been your episode of WTF. And we will see you guys again next week. Au revoir. All right, cheers.